here. Kind of skipped. Hey, everybody. Recruiting animal here. If I didn't have a complaint at the beginning of this show, I wouldn't be the recruiting animal. And this wouldn't be the recruiting animal show. Anyway, it's October 4th, 2017. And I want to tell you today about a new sponsor I've just taken on to the recruiting animal show. His name is Nick Livingston. Now, every name is so hard to spell. He doesn't have an E at the end. It's Livingston, T-O-N, okay? And his company is called Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T. i got to spell every one of these company names. On Twitter, they're Honeit HQ, H-O-N-E-I-T-H-Q, okay? I ought to be charging these guys for some kind of branding. Anyway, Nick's been a guest on the show before. I'm going to pay, play you a clip from his appearance. Here it is. Okay, you know, you've got a baby face. And... I, I don't know if anybody's looking at the uh, website at, uh, on uh, recruitingshow.com, but you have a little uh, a young man's, a very young man's face. Has that been good for you or bad for you in business? <laughs> uh, hmm. I guess good and bad. I don't know. Nobody uh, comments as I get older, it? maybe it's better. Nobody like you know. Well, Bill Gates had a. He looked like a little kid when he was first in business as well. It didn't seem to hold him back, but everybody remarked on it. Anyway, that's that's enough of that, right? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought it might be interesting, but it wasn't. Anyway, Nick asked me. This guy Nick asked me if he could be a sponsor of the show. I'll talk fast now. And I said, look, my callers might complain. They say I have too many ads already. I'm doing five minutes of ads on an hour-long show. And they can barely handle that. But he said, look, please, animal. And so I'm a soft-hearted guy. And I said, Nick, look, I can make you a junior sponsor. And that means you get the last spot just before we end the show every week. PC Recruiter and Hire Tool, they're always going to come before you. What do you think of that? And he says, hey, okay, I'm in, right? But then before you know it, he posts on Twitter that he's happy to be helping me. But he's not helping me. I'm helping him, okay? Let's get that straight right from the start. And I have something else to say as well. I told Hire Tool the same thing. I just said it a few minutes ago as well. I'm not crazy about your name. Hone it sounds like you're running a bee farm and you're selling honey by the side of the road. Hone it is a website where you interview candidates online and the interview is recorded and it's easy to create these little clips of the most important parts of the interview. Sound familiar, Jerry? And send yep. these little clips to the hiring manager for a, cl- a quick listen, right? So that has nothing to do with honey. Why can't it be called interview it instead of hone it, right? Okay, that's all I'm going to say for now. I'm getting too worked up, and it's time for Jerry. Jerry! What show is this? The Recruiting Animal I don't like that when you groan at the end, okay? Can't you fix that? It can be fixed. Yeah, yeah, it sure can. Sure Good, can. Okay. No problem. No problem. Thank, thank you, Jerry. Yeah, I'll be Thanks, sending Jerry. you the new paperwork. <laughs> hey, I have a better, I I have a better my... name for your sponsor. 
Okay, you know what? If only Jim Durbin would call on a line we could hear him on sometimes. <laughs> what did you say? It's called Submittal, S-U-B-M-T-L.com, and I own it. Yeah. Have him call me. I, I, I can do better. I can do better than that, okay? Thank you, Jim Durbin. Okay, I want to thank my existing sponsors. Look, I can – you know what? I saw a URL yesterday, dog, 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 or something like that. You know, just that simple. You could create a lot of good URLs with a little inventiveness. Better than hone it, okay? Better than hone it. Well, what's this hone but it listen, all about? What, what is that? Who, who is it? I told what's you. you, <laughs> it's you Are you, you paying attention? I just no, I was getting ready for my shout. Dude, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. It's you ever seen a boxer before a fight? <laughs> You're not, come on. What's you, hone it? You go to the website, you interview your candidate there, it records the interview, and while you're talking to him, you say, you, can, you press a button and it creates clips of the most important questions. Then you send it all to the hiring manager, something like mm-hmm. your old uh, Yeah, kind of like what okay. I tried, which went to shit. Yeah, but you didn't do it right. This, this guy oh, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm, right, I'm sure okay? I did. I'm sure I did. Yeah. Well, I've got you some didn't. thoughts on that. Is you that didn't. the topic? No, it's not the topic. Let oh. me just move on. People, you know, people always say it takes five minutes say, until the show. Here's, here's all I want to tell you about Honet or any of those tools. Recruiters are absolutely too damn lazy to even hit two or three more buttons. They like the idea, okay, well, but they won't do the work. That's all I'm telling you. So they, if, if Honet needs anybody okay. for their advisory board, I'm their man. Yeah, okay. Did, 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 maybe he called in. Are, is Nick on the line? Is Nick on the line to defend your product against... Get to, get to Andrew. Get to Andrew. He'll explain it all. Okay, Andrew Godomsky, our guest. It's, let me just spell his name. He, you know what? He's got a, tweet, a Twitter address. His tweets are private. I don't know why. A-N-D-R-E-W, sorry, Godomsky, G-A-D-O-M-S-K-I, okay? Andrew Godomsky, welcome back to the show. You're the whiz kid, the numbers guy with the glib uh, delivery, uh, lots of chit-chat <laughs> right at the tip of your tongue. Okay, what do you say to Jerry's uh, attack on this new sponsor? That's not an attack, man. He's just excited. He's just excited, and okay. I think it's great that yeah. he got a new sponsor. And actually, Anna, very, Animal's the very, one that used the word attack. I, w- I yeah. was just sharing what I found in the world of lazy recruiters. Okay, but, but you know, Jerry, Jerry, by the way, Jerry is raising bees and selling honey on the side of the road. It's true, he is. I, I have bees. I'm, <laughs> I'm not selling honey. Yes, you are. You got your little girl out there, 11 years old, selling honey on the side of the road. Okay, let's get moving. <laughs> Andrew Godomsky is here. His job is analyzing recruiting processes and improving them. That's a really good introduction. Am I right, Andrew? Yeah, that's right. And, and we use, okay. I, I only use data to do that. So You've you got to have the data. Okay. Now, listen, uh, here's a good practical question. Uh, LinkedIn connections. I'm getting an awful lot of requests from people in India I don't know to connect with me. I will never place them in India. I cannot. Like, lots of them want me to uh, help them immigrate here to North America. I don't, <laughs> I'm not in that business. I can't do anything for those guys. Should I connect to them or reject them? I don't like rejecting people. I'm going to take your advice. What should I do? Oh, man. I mean, look, I, I'm the rejection king. You can't, even, you can't even link into me without knowing my email address. And the one that I use that you have to put in, nobody knows. So you're asking the wrong uh-huh. guy. I mean, no, I, you know, it sounds so like I'm keep... asking the right guy. You've got to know you're a man with an opinion. Forget those guys. That's what you're telling me. Is that right? My, my attitude is, you know, everybody you got in your LinkedIn, you should have a relationship enough that if you call them or you reach out to them, 
they're going to respond, and you can ask a favor. Everybody who's in my LinkedIn, yep. they can call uh, me right now and ask a favor. You're not recruiting yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay. You, you want to, unless you've got LinkedIn Recruiter, which I don't have, <laughs> you want to see – you want to see a lot of people, and you have to be connected to a lot of people to see a lot of people, right? In your search, people are done so, doing favors for recruiters. That's that's not true. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you got. I think you got to. Pres- I think that that LinkedIn has changed enough that you have in your thirty thousand connections, you can be picky about. I mean, and, and you know, you can be picky about who's in your network because there's other tools that you can use to get get a hold of people, and so. I'm not convinced that I got to go ahead and say yes to everybody to get to my maximum number for me to be an effective recruiter. I think what ends up happening is if if you bring in people into your network that you're not going to leverage, you just create yourself a lot of noise. And so I would say, no, if you don't think there's a way to, to, to have that person be part of your network and where you can leverage each other and make it mutual, hit, hit reject. Okay. Nice, clean answer. Forgot to name, mention the name of your, your company. Aspen, Aspen advisor. advisor. Okay. And your clients are generally big corporations with large recruiting departments. Am I right about that too? Uh, yes. I'd say half of our business is that. The other half usually comes from staffing companies, right? So they might be doing the work for other big companies uh, or government agencies. Um, but that's, you know, really big people who do lots of staffing, either directly or like RPO, somebody RPOs? else. Okay. Yes, RPOs uh-huh. too. That's another big part of our business. Okay. Well, Jerry, I want to ask your question, okay, about, about My this question? issue. Of, yeah, about sending in the resumes and they don't <clears throat> hire your guy or you send in five resumes. It's an old story. You send in five resumes they hire one person and they keep the other resume yep. in their database. What yep. about that, Andrew? They're people. Yeah. Okay. Great. You hope. Hopefully, you guys were smart enough that if you're if you're on agency, if you're on the commercial side, you've got your clauses set up in your contract that those are your candidates for a period of time. Yay! And you set up- Yay! We we get. We get a fee if they hire them uh, kind of down the road. I'm talking forever. Not ownership. I'm saying delete it. I'm not here to build your resume, and I'm certainly not planning a part of my business is catch you screwing me 10 months from now so you owe me. I don't think you owe me the fee then either. I'm saying I'm presenting my candidates. I'm presenting my candidates. Once the search is completed for whatever reason and we're moving on, all those are to be destroyed, removed from your system. <laughs> Wait a that minute. What about who, who's laughing here? Hey. Who's laughing? That is, that is laughable, Jerry. Wait. Oh, what about no, I'm not laughable, and I'm pissed off. Time. The fact that we have tolerated this shit now for 50 years is ridiculous. <laughs> Jerry. And it's that kind of attitude, that complacency, that go ahead and let them stick us in the ass that's got us in this position. I'm sick of it. Why don't you just send a blind resume? And that's all. That no, because, no, 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 no. Nope, you, you, not into that. You, that says, that, that just says, uh, it it's, it doesn't communicate what I want to during so, that process. So Jerry, do you no. do you come down on do you come down on your candidate as hard as you come down on your client when that candidate goes to that website 
and applies to that job when you told them not to? Do you like show up at their house and kick their ass? I bet you don't. So, well, hold, hold on a minute here, tough guy. Normal, that's not that's not my subject. My subject is <laughs> the topic is I am presenting candidates for consideration on this role. Yeah. That's my service. My service isn't I'm presenting candidates that will then be left for you in perpetuity. Oh, and if you hire in the next few months, I get a fee. That's not my service. Look, I've handled this a dozen times at least. Here's what I would tell you. If you're an agency and you're supposed to be submitting candidates, the first question is, does that company have a portal for you in the ATS where you can have ownership? In some cases they do. In some cases they don't. If Good they point. do, you make it part of your contract that you got ownership on them forever and they have a way to tag it, fine. If they don't, then what you do is you say, I'm going to send blind resumes to yep. you. Yeah, I don't like what that communicates. Them. Sorry to cut you off, though. I didn't mean to. I'm just, I'm just hyped up about this. So. Tell them. Respectfully, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to what you What does it communicate? What's wrong with a blind resume, Jerry? One six hundred. Jerry, either way, Can I can I maybe take ten seconds before I answer with a sound bite that you're probably going to post on your Facebook group two days from now? Do you mind? <laughs> two years from now. Seriously, this is this is real. I mean, this is a legitimate subject, and and it's just been something that now the last couple of weeks I've I've really wanted to take issue with. I'm not here to pile up a bunch of resumes that are then folded into your ATS for perpetuity. That yeah, is a service. Andrew, Jerry, okay, Jerry, you made it look, clear. Look, look. Andrew, let me ask no, Andrew, Andrew, yeah. what he could he ask his client, please destroy those files. Well, he 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 what would he that that'd be very difficult to do and here's why. Okay. As soon as that so 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 Jerry, unfortunately what ends up happening is when a, when a person applies to a job, that's a legal commitment that that person has accepted with that company regardless of you. So you've lost, you've lost your rights. Mm, I'm, 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 I'm missing all Hold of that. On. Listen, <laughs> you have lost rights to the data as soon as they go into the ATS and they say, I accept your terms. Yep. Sorry, brother. That's how it is. I'm not sending anybody to an ATS. I am not on their behalf accepting any terms for them. Now, this has nothing to do with a candidate going to a job site. It is, it is. You're talking about labor laws at this point. Exactly. You're talking about right. them destroying an applicant record, which they right. cannot do. All, they can't all of a do sudden, it. the whole crew is a labor law expert. It's not Why didn't you tell me that, animal? Look, uh, look, I'll tell you how th that, that's how it looks. If you yeah. want to guard your data, you need to tell your companies, mm -hmm. look, I'm going to tee up the types of profiles that you want. Put them on a Zoom. I don't care. Put a web share together and say, yeah. what do you think of this candidate? I'm not telling you who he or she is. I'm going to pitch it up. Do you want to take a look? Yeah, great. I own this person. Give me the portal. I'll put them in. If not, I'm going to have them apply you know, we're going to tell you who they are. And, oh, by the way, I'm going to charge you a premium because if you hire them 24 months from now, 
I'm going to send you a bill. Here, here, here's the thing. I don't want 24 months ownership or five years of ownership. That, well, no, Jerry, people, Jerry, no, people, want to, people want to construe this with ownership, and that's not what it is. Yeah, you're not going to get yeah, what you, you want. want. You can't spend the whole hour Yeah, so why? How about you're this, just... animal? I'll just sit here like a numb nut and go along like a sheep. Like every other recruiter in the on the planet does, yeah, yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah. Yeah. You know how you are so against forward thinking people, animal. You're living, uh, you're you're living in Jerry, a Why don't you just send emails, snacks, or something else where you can, you can animal, stop them. animal? Let me let me just put it this way. Look. Companies, hold on. Look, companies, uh, who wants, com- who, who's trying to talk there? Who's trying to talk? Andrew. Nobody's trying. Say your Andrew. name. Okay. Say your name. So here's the thing, guys. If you, are, if you are an agency recruiter, if you're an RPO, if you're anybody who's making money off of finding, finding prospects, applicants on behalf of somebody else, the systems that are now out there are, there are systems that are designed for people like me to take all the data out of the ATS and the CRM and then refresh it with new information. Mm-hmm. You need to assume that when you send in an, a resume, that that resume will be automatically refreshed by your client at some point. Yeah. You're giving up that right. No, hold stop, giving that's it up. stop, stop. Even if you know No, that's in, the thing, is I am not giving up that right. That is not part of my service. What well, you service? know, I, Dude, I, I love typewriters too, but they're not around anymore. <laughs> Lame. You love typewriters. That doesn't have anything to do with this. I am not presenting somebody under the complete understanding that this is now yours. Well, then how long do you want want to pay? You want to pay me for that service? That's fine. Well, then how long do you want ownership of the person? It's not ownership. ownership. I wish I was talking to people that are smart enough to understand (laughs) that is not the subject. We get it, but literally the Internet's a lot easier to find data than you can imagine at this point. Your people exist, and we can find all of them. You're saying they're available. That's the only value you're bringing. It's not finding yeah, the resume. That, that's that's not true. Shit. Jim, it's Jim that's, that's, that's not ridiculous. Absolutely. Bullshit. Jerry, you're leveraging, okay, you're leveraging got, the fact that you have garnered interest and motivated the candidate. That's yes. the service. That's the service. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, I gotta go. This is bullshit. Animal, animal, move on. Find better clients. Alan Floor, Alan Floor, come on, we gotta wrap this up. Alan Floor, did you get a chance? Do you want to I'm say good. something? We're Alan good. No, Fleur? we're good. We're good. Okay. 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 Hey, hey, Animal, it's Rich. Uh, hey, it's Rich. But so, Jerry, why don't you just Rick, find Rich Rosen? Yes. Yes. Why don't you just hey, find clients? Your phone's no good email. today. I'm not because I'm using my cell, not my home, not my uh, not my speaker. But you, you know, you find, use Mixmax, use Read Notify, where you can just send resumes in that doesn't let them download, doesn't let them print them out, doesn't let them do anything other than read it on an email, and then you can actually destroy it after X amount of days or X amount of views or X amount of time. Thank you. If you gave me three points of data, I can find anyone in the U.S. and I'm not even the NSA. Rosen, guys, it doesn't matter what but you that's do. Just but sourcing, that's not recruiting. Today, I can do it. Rosen. Just find better clients that yeah. won't screw yeah. you. But here's the other All problem. Right. If you do mix match or something else like that, and I don't disagree with it, but and it and it gets destroyed. But what if the what if I see it? I see the information. I have the three points of data. I can go grab it. And Jerry, if you didn't put it into their portal, you don't own it. You don't get credit. Yeah, Jerry, you don't get paid. 
Dude, you yeah, just, I agree you with Jerry's to... idea, but it's, never, it's, it's an impossible idea to fix. You just need to make sure this is the service we provide. Here are the rules. If you like those rules, you pay me. If you don't, then you know, find, find another recruiter. Right, and, yep. and you're okay. gonna, you're what? gonna probably have to move a little bit on how you're positioned, and I th- and I say that not to you, Jerry. I'm saying that to everybody who's listening. Is let's just admit that what you're providing as a service is I've got a teed up person. They're motivated and they're eliciting trust in me. Do you want to talk to them? That's what you're providing. It's called substantial benefit. Thank Without you. Without me, it's not the but far. There's a substantial. There's a reason why you're talking to them. That's all you have to prove in court. The rest of it, though, the data, it's all there. Well, hold all on. It's already there. Hold on a sec. I got I to gotta do an ad, okay? We've got halfway through the yeah. show, and I haven't done one. But first of all, I want to say I want to acknowledge Jim Durbin, sourcingworklab.com. That's the website for his Monday afternoon online training. Am I right, Jim? Jim, yes, sir. speak up. Yes, it is. Okay. That's me. Thanks. I want to I also want to say a shout out or a hello to Kathy Manis. She's back from the Netherworld. She was in a coma for a few months. Welcome back, Kathy. Great to hear from you. I hear that Maureen Sherrop sent you some ice cream from Cincinnati to California. I don't know how it got there without melting, but uh it's a wonderful world we live in today. Okay, so let me do an ad, everybody. And I, last thing I want to say, my new sponsor, Honit, is complaining. I give them three minutes at the beginning of the show, right? And they're complaining I didn't discuss their product properly. Hey, you'll get your chance. Why didn't you call in and help me, okay? You knew it was the first time. Honit Software, okay? But now I want to tell you about PC Recruiter. Hey, PC Recruiter, what can I say about them that I haven't? You know what I want to point out? Paul Lippman is on the line. I don't know if he's still here because nobody could get a word in when Jerry was telling people to kiss his ass or whatever he said. Paul Lippman is here. He's a live and real user, okay? And he said last week, he was here as well, he said, you know what he likes about PC Recruiter? He says it's configurable. That's one of the most fantastic things about it. That's what makes it so diverse and inclusive that it's good for small users, solo recruiters, and giant companies. It takes everybody in. If you're a recruiter, big or small, PC Recruiter loves you. Remember what I always say? Size doesn't matter at PC Recruiter. You can be uh, any kind of recruiter, direct hire, temp staffing, executive recruiter. They make software that's good for you because Paul Lippman says so, right? And we all trust him. Paul, are you, am I, we can trust you. Am I right about that? Say yes. He's not there anymore. Okay, so PC Recruiter. Go check them out at PCRecruiter.net. Andrew Gadomsky, that was a fantastic discussion, okay? I think that was a great discussion. You can go, and people don't like me saying this, you can go to any conference, and this was as good as any conference discussion, okay? You got all the geniuses here, Gadomsky, Alan Fleur, Jim, Kathy Manis, even Jerry, right? And uh, Rich Rosen and Michael G. Cox. And they're telling you what they think. Okay. Is there, okay, should I just move on, Andrew, or is there something you want to talk about? We're moving on. You, you got it. Bring, We're bring moving the next on. question. Okay. 
what's the best way for a third-party recruiter to bring in new business? I think Jerry left. He got insulted. But he's been telling me <laughs> that these days it's very hard very hard to even get a hiring manager on the phone. I wish he was still here because he, he brings a lot of passion to his problems, as you could tell. Is it harder than ever to pick up new business for a third-party recruiter? Or maybe that's outside well, the, the, your domain. No, case. no, no. You, know, no, you don't I know. Mean, I mean, so, uh, so I'll talk about it. So a small, uh, a small business versus, say, a, a larger, yeah. larger business. So, so if, if you've got, you know, you threw up a shingle, you a couple of associates, you know, I think that if you're not operating in a similar way to how accountants, attorneys, other professional services firms are operating, where you've got channel relationships, you are reaching out and you're doing the social media to get attention, you're building content and you're pushing it out, you're creating a professional, you know, aura around your business. If you're not doing those things, I think it's going to be very difficult for you to get above the noise that's in the market and it's going to be harder for you. But, you know, you know, having a small business with a hand, you know, less than say five people, you've still got to have the network of, I know accountants, attorneys, real estate folks who are in the same spaces that I play because they get asked the question, Hey, I need to hire people. Who do you know? You got to be on the tip of their tongue as I know a great recruiter who can find you people and I know that you already trust me, so trust them. If you don't have that network of 25 – Hold on a second. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. You said two different things. On the one hand, it sounded like you were saying you have to have a big imprint online. Even if you're a small, uh, small business, you've got to be publishing content and get your name all over the place. That's one thing. Now you're saying word of mouth is the number one uh, method. Like, no, no. Which three is foot, it? I don't... Three foot rule and word of mouth is number one. That is the closest way. That is the closest to the money. That is the closest to the money. But but behind that, you've got to have enough professional content and a presence that when that person looks you up independently because their accountant or their buddy said, look at so-and-so, it's got to have that professional look and feel as that's a, that's a professional service. Those guys are serving it up. Now I'm going to trust them like my buddy said and, and do that. If you don't have those two things, then, uh, you know, uh, I, Andrew, those are, this, do you have this, any this, data this, on this, that this or are you just making that up? That is t- tried and tested professional services data for whether you're accounting, recruiting, financial services, anything where you're selling air plus content, this is the number one way to drive business and accrue secondary annual revenue, revenue streams. The number one way to do it is through referrals. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on a se- yeah, hold on a second. So, if you're publishing and establishing your credibility online, should you be doing it on your own blog or on LinkedIn? Where's the best place to publish this stuff? Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, there are better people to answer that question. I, I don't have, I don't have the data oh, that, that says. No, 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 no. If you say that making an imprint, if you're swearing by it then you must know where the imprint's supposed to be. Well, where are people so, supposed so to my, find you? I'll I mean, tell you my imprint. My, my, my imprint, okay, I can just tell you what I do. I go, to, I go to several conferences a year to listen and to network and to not speak, okay? That, and I go with a game plan of meeting 10, 15, 20 new people 
and I make sure I follow up with them. That's part of my game plan. That spreads my reach. I go to several conferences where I speak, and I have a prepared set of uh, prepared talk, and I'm likely being positioned as someone who's got an idea. Oh, that's interesting. Let's talk to that person after. I want to talk to that guy afterwards and develop business with him. That is a plan, right? And then so what your I plan to is do, not hold on, hold on. Your plan is not what you told us to do. Your plan is go to conferences and hang around the hallways and speak. That's wait, two different wait, strategies. Wait. The primary way that I get business is through referrals. I've got a very strong network of other professionals and service providers who constantly throw me work. And the way that I do that is I inform them. This is the business that I operate. Here's the things that we're doing differently. I meet with them regularly, and I ask them, who do you know who could use our business? That's the pro- I, but you've got to develop those relationships. I get those Wait relationships. Wait a second. I, I have a memory. You know what? Hold on. Wait, you know, marijuana is becoming legal here in Canada, but I still have some memory left, okay? And I think you uh-huh. told us before that you've got, you've got an affiliate program, so are you paying these people, which is quite legitimate from my point of view, but these guys you say are giving you referrals, you're giving them a little bonus back. Am I right about that? No. No. The other way around. So we have a, ser- we have a set of services, animal that – People, people pay me a licensing fee every year for the right to resell our services. They okay. pay me for the right to pitch us. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, how do I do that? <laughs> you you, you want to sign up for you want to sign up for a three year deal, Animal? I'll be happy to send you paperwork. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, getting, I mean, I mean, people paying me to to sell my sell my services okay uh-huh. so uh, you know what okay it's a good thing jerry wasn't here because he'd just be screaming and, and yelling now and anyway okay uh <laughs> he would okay let me do yeah. another ad thank you uh for that uh, secret information about how you run it okay oh well, let me ask you something if i did my regular business as recruitinganimal.com. And I called up, you know, hiring managers and said, it's recruiting animal. Who's calling? They said, recruiting animal. Okay. And what would happen? Would I get business? It would be distinct. It would be distinct. I would, you know, everyone says they're all the same. There's nobody the same like that. Okay. Would that be a good idea or a bad idea? Is this a real question? I, I, yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll lean on this. I think that the buyers that are you've got you know what you call into somebody who you probably think would respond well to that for whatever reason right you think because maybe they're an edgy brand maybe because they themselves you know have a dot com that they kind of push out that way where they they're not recruiting animal.com but maybe like their brand has that kind of an edge they're probably going to respond a little bit more to you animal then if you called into say like my old employer Honeywell, which is a bit more straight laced, financially grounded, et cetera, et cetera, they're conservative. They're going to be like, they might be like, okay, what are you talking about? Just you know, don't 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 try to hit a home run with you know on every single pitch. I mean, pick your pitches. Mm. Okay, that sounds like a no. Okay, uh, <laughs> qualified no. <laughs> hey everybody.
I'm going to talk about Hire Tool now. H I R E T U A L. You know, PC Recruiter, everybody can understand that when I say them. PCRecruiter.net. Hire Tool, maybe everybody knows it, everybody in the recruiting world, but I feel I have to spell it every time. Uh, and they want it to be Hire Tool. Uh huh. But it, everybody says it. Hire tool and hire tool. In case you don't know, is a full service sourcing tool. You tell it what you want, and it writes search strings for you over a wide range of websites like LinkedIn, GitHub, Facebook, where you're searching for people. This is the greatest thing in the world. You could be a dumb dumb, okay, or not dumb, but just ignorant. You don't know how to write search strings. It writes them. <laughs> For you, and then it gives you back results that are ranked. You get the people who are closest to your job description at the top, and it tells so it tells you who's best for the job. It also tells you who's ready for a move. It's a guess, but they try, and they also guess your salary range as well. Here's what a user, Michael Doran, says. Okay, Mike Doran. I was contacted by my rep from another sourcing tool. I know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you. He offered me. Stop making noise during my ad, okay, back there? Okay. This other rep, don't, don't make me, no, don't drive me crazy. This other guy offered me a good deal. I told him that I just bought a year of higher tool. And you know what? When I was at Dropbox, I paid for it myself, and I killed it there. I crushed, okay? And I highly endorse higher tool. It's amazing best sourcing tool on the market right now. That's what Mike Doran says. Okay, now, you guys calling into the show, you know, <laughs> I'm a shoestring operation. Don't make noise during my ads. I want Hire Tool to like me, okay? So you go to HireTool.com, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. Go talk to Nin Tran, Nin with an H, N-I-N-H, Tran. He'll give you a demo. He's a nice guy. It's fun to work with him. Okay, that reminds me, Andrew Godomsky, my guest for today. Is it really possible for uh, people to figure out who's ready to make a move? If you're a hiring, if you're a manager in a company, can you buy any software that's really accurately going to say this guy's uh, on the move? There are several. There are several pieces of software that are in that business where they. Uh, collect data from various uh, places, both your own ATS, your CRM, uh, as well as social media data, and they look for signals um, that would that would indicate that that this person would likely would likely move. As an example, okay, um, and people don't know all these algorithms, but here's one that I think would be surprising. So some of these tools will actually scrape through MLS listings and they'll look to see if somebody has put up a house for sale and so let's just say that I'm a mid-management executive and I put my house up for sale I probably didn't tell my employer and you can cross-reference of who the listing agent is and who the person is who's and so they'll say oh that person's house is for sale meanwhile when someone tends to sell their house that could be an indicator that they're making a move that's a part of like the algorithm that some of these tools use. Other tools will, some of these tools also use things like they'll track over time what your LinkedIn profile looks like. Cool. Look, Andrew, you know, you made that sound pretty lousy, like these are inefficient. I read that if there's people who have whoa, software, whoa, they no, can. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. 
I didn't say These that. are tested tools. <laughs> There's a number of them. Tools. There's a number of them. So, so, but I think that's not what I would I recommend. That's not what I would recommend. The easiest way to know if someone's going to leave a business is based on their bonus payout and based on the annual, the, the fiscal calendar year and their Go anniversary ahead. date. <laughs> now, I want to ask you something. Since you do statistics, okay? Now, I read an article that said even extroverted recruiters, they suffer from social fatigue. If you talk a lot to people, you're sociable, you're talkative, three hours later, you're going to be more tired than if you hadn't been talking to people and hadn't been trying to be sociable. Do you notice, If you, I think you track productivities, uh, don't you? So do you notice that there's a certain lag time during the day? Like, you know, if people are working in the morning, the recruiters, do they really slack off in the afternoon? Um, I'll tell you where, where um, when we I'll do see where, that kind of productivity decrease kind of, is with when the can uh, the, the recruiters can, don't do a lot of planning about when they're going to do certain activities. So, like, uh, if if a so recruiter like, uh, decides to say in the morning I'm just going to do my phone screens, and then in the afternoon then in the I'm going to be reviewing the ATS, doing sourcing, doing some outreach. We don't see a breakdown of productivity in the morning or in the afternoon because they've separated their work and they kind of refresh their brain naturally. When when there isn't that kind when, of separation animal, we do see fatigue because they're not – they just get tired, not, I guess. I, I don't know why that is, but when people separate the work, we don't see that productivity loss. And how do you measure that exactly? Based on – well, Calls per it's, hour? It's, it's usually looking at clicks. It's yeah, it's, it's usually looking at clicks associated with the ATS. So if people are doing phone screens, we're seeing that their phone screens in the morning, as an example, have a very consistent number. It doesn't go up and down very much. It's pretty stable. And then when they're changing stages, when they're in the afternoon – when they're changing the stages in the afternoon, they're doing certain work. We're seeing those timelines and those trends to be very consistent, too. Okay, I'm going to do another ad. I, I, sorry, my momentum with that, with that echo thing, my momentum left. Anyway, look, everybody, I want to tell you about PC Recruiter again. What did I tell you? Paul Lippman said it's configurable. I say they love you. If you're a recruiter, doesn't matter what kind of recruiter you are. Size doesn't matter, okay? Jerry didn't know that was a sexual joke, but it isn't a PC recruiter. It has to do with the size of your company, big or small. They fit them all. It's not a clothing ad. It's about the size of your company. You know what? The service is great, too. Even Paul Lippman, uh, he's going to be my go-to guy. He said whenever he has a problem, he just lets him gets in touch with them, and boom, it's solved, okay? That's important. <laughs> oh, mate, that's important. Service, 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 okay? I don't know if they're going to pay me for this ad, but they should. PCRecruiter.net. Please check it out. Check it out. Check it out. If you were well, a third-party recruiter, how would you make how, how would you make a lot of money? Rich Rosen was on the line a few minutes ago. I think he's gone now. He makes he bills a million dollars a year. I mean, what would you do to, to to do that? Would you get into the healthcare market because it's supposedly going to be very hot in the future, uh, hotter even than it is now? What would you do? 
I probably would tell somebody, you know, who are the who are the who are the 12 people you're going to keep closest to you that are going to help you grow your business. Going to help you grow your business. What does that mean? And and who are the people that you are going to keep close to you that are going to that you're going to leverage, you're going to ask for help, that are going to give you resources, that are going to help you grow your business. I don't care what industry you pick, animal. If it's healthcare, manufacturing, hospitality, you're not doing it on your own. You're not doing it on your own. You are going to be leveraging all kinds of people to help you do it. Like what do you mean, referrals? It could be referrals, could partnerships, be referrals, outsourcing relationships. Outsourcing Anybody relationships. who's billing a million dollars a year as an agency year, recruiter is, is unlikely sitting in a room with a phone doing it themselves. Yeah, that's what he's doing. He's got a virtual assistant. Okay, but let's say well, let's okay, take away that figure of a, Okay, well that's a pretty important. That's a pretty important person. Go ahead. Don't you think? Pretty important person, don't you think? I don't know. I don't know. But he's not here right now. But here's you, the thing. Doing, he's not doing a million dollars a year with people he doesn't know. With people he doesn't know. That's repeat business. That's repeat business. That's people he talks about. He talks to on a regular basis. He knows the three or four people that he makes money with. People that he makes money with. Mm, too bad he's not here. Let's take away that million-dollar figure. If you just wanted to make a good living as a third-party recruiter and you had to go in the business, back into the business of, you know, of, I don't know if you're ever in it. I know you were a sorcerer. But if you had to become a third-party recruiter in the next month or two, what would you do? How would you do it? I mean, how would you bring in business development? You, you'd start writing articles that, you know, for some niche about hire, how to hire people. I mean, what would you do? Take a list of a hundred people that you know. People that you know. Call them up and ask yeah. them to take a chance and give you work. And give you work. Be very blunt. Be very blunt. I want to open up a recruiting business. I, I need a, a favor. Can you give me a? Can you give me a shot? I won't let you down. I won't let you down. If you think that there's some mystery behind opening mystery a business and making it successful, there isn't. Ask friends and family Ask. first. Friends and family first. Go. Go. That's it. That's your message. That's it. Because, because, <laughs> okay. because you know what? It's so unlikely that you're going to go to a complete stranger who doesn't know you. Who doesn't know you. And then say, oh, yes. I don't know say, you, oh, but I'll happily hand you a fee for sixty thousand dollars on a critical role that you've never done before. Give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah, I see it very differently, and, and I, I think my advice is a little more practical than yours. Number one, you don't have to go for a sixty thousand dollar fee. <laughs> That's very rare. Okay. Secondly, all business business doesn't start with your friends and family. Usually, real business it starts with going out and knocking on a bunch of doors of people who don't know you. And telling them, yeah, you know, give, take a chance on me, especially if you work as a contingent recruiter, you're not charging them anything unless you actually produce, okay? That's the sale. That's the sale, if you ask me, okay? Well, on, you next can, you can do, but, but Animal, you can do that with the people that you know, and you're not asking them for the favor. This would be me calling up Jim Durbin and say, Jim, who do you know is a good hiring manager that you could probably refer me into that would give me a shot? Now I put Jim on the hook to give me the favor. 
And then okay. the higher let me move on. Let me move on. I think you're wrong. Okay. okay. But here's a couple of things that I hey, like. Man, I'm, I saw man, you. I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong. Okay. <laughs> I like it when you argue. Okay, good. So uh, let's say the key interview questions. You posted your key interview questions. And what I like is you, you ask the candidate, are you qualified, and tell me how. So uh, how does that work? I mean, how are you qualified? So do they say, well, are they smart enough to say, this is a checklist of things you want, and this is how I match them? Do they, do they know that right off the bat? You're not saying, look, this is what I'm interested in, skill number A or skill one, and, and can you tell me about your specific relationship to this skill? You ask, it looks like, a general question, and they have to fill in the specifics. That puts a, an onus on them to really understand the position, you know, essentially either prior to coming to the interview or after listening to a presentation you make at the beginning of the interview. So uh, I think Fair. it puts a lot and, more and onus on the – And I think what it does is it, it – What it does is it gives the, them the ability to put things in an order of importance that they recognize. That they recognize, and then you can listen and say, and you huh, can they're thinking the, say, same huh, they're thinking the same way I'm thinking. Or not. Okay. Or not. Okay. And then you do the same thing. You say, are you interested? And they have to tell you why. What kind of things do they tell you? Obviously, and, you know they're anything related to, it, 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 it could be, I hate my boss, or I'm blocked here, or I really like your brand. I really like your brand. Those are things that you, as a, recruiter, you as a recruiter, can kind of can kind of put into your quiver of arrows, your quiver right? of arrows and you can right? you can say hey and i know can, that you, you told me say, hey, that you're interested in this or you have this problem but you have to justify back to the hiring manager this candidate is interested because of something what's the something okay okay so let me just the last question okay last question you mentioned i don't i hate my manager but we're always told and i think it's true no one wants to hear the truth about that is that so are, are you willing to tolerate that as a reason someone wants to move to your company because they're not getting along with the person they're working with now yeah i, I think that people yeah, work for I, a manager and a team first and a company second first and a company second so i like okay. hearing so okay. I like you know hearing. that you know, you know, I don't – uh, look, this is know, what I don't, don't like about how I'm being managed. This is what I don't like about my team. Because in a company of 10,000 people, you work with 12 people 80% of the time. And if you don't like those 12 and people, if you yeah, don't get like the those hell 12 out. people, yeah, get the hell out. Okay. okay. I'm, also, I'm, I'm in agreement with also, you. Go ahead. There's a, there's a second. There, I think there's a. There's a I think there's a second there, part to that. If they're if they're looking for a reason that they're trying to get out of their company, I also want to hear them. Why do they want to go towards my opportunity? Towards my opportunity. I agree with the. You work yeah, for a boss. You work for a company. And if things go sideways, that's fine. It happens. But it's important to me that they want to go toward something. If they're just looking to jump a ship on fire, I may not want to deal with them. You know what? I forgot that I had everybody closed. It was just me and. With just me and the guest, and, and I should have had you guys there for uh, pepping things up. I'm sorry about that 
that echo. What could I do about it? I, I'm not a. I'm not on the inside there. It, 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 you know what though? I'll go back and I'll edit that discussion out. It's going to be a great conversation. I want to thank everybody who came here. Alan Floor, Paul Lipman. I mentioned your name enough times today. Too bad your uh, phone was blocked. Uh, Jim Durbin, Kathy Manis, back from the coma world. Uh, Jerry, who dumped us uh, early in the show when he didn't get his way. Thank you, Jerry. Michael G. Cox. And most of all, one of my favorite guests, Adam. <laughs> Adam Andrews. You do it every time, brother, and that's okay. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> Okay, Animal was okay, but the show itself, I just, as a recruiter, there's there's nothing I'm going to now take to my desk, and I am in a state of constant listening, learning, and applying. That's my thing. I got nothing from this show. I'm not going to do anything new. That's what I'm looking for in my learning phase of my career.